0: Very briefly tonight, I want to take your Bibles and turn to 1 Samuel chapter 15, a story that everyone should be well acquainted with. And I hope that the um, younger people are well acquainted. And if I were to ask you some questions tonight uh, concerning this King Saul, if you would be able to answer them. However, um, I trust that as we read, And as we speak, that you will pay attention and that you learn and memorize certain things. It's for your edification and it's for your good that we know these stories, Bible stories. 1 Samuel chapter 15, just reading two verses, 22 and 23. That is, first Samuel, 15, verses 22 and 23, if your Bible like mine? Page 440. Anybody has page 440? 440. 4:32. Nobody. 4:15. Wow. That's close. Okay, your Bible is almost like mine. OK. <laughs> However, chapter. Fifteen, And Samuel said, Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And stubbornness as is as iniquity and idolatry, because thou hast rejected the word of the Lord, He hath also rejected thee from being king. And may the Lord bless the reading of his word to our hearts as we send our thoughts on the subject. It is better to obey than to sacrifice. Father, please forgive our obedience or disobedience and that you would cause us to submit ourselves to you, yield ourselves to you, surrender to your will and to your word and to your way. O oh, Father and O oh God, help us to develop and to cultivate a heart that is surrendered and submitted to you. And so that you could work in and through us. Oh God, we pray for anyone here tonight who has never been born again, that he or she will be born again and be a part of your family. Have that wonderful experience of being a member of the family of God. Father, for those who are disobedient, we ask you to speak to their hearts and that they will see the need for surrendering their lives to you. To defeat the forces of evil, these mercies we ask to Christ O oh Lord. Amen. You may be seated. saul was the very first king of israel and uh, he was chosen because the children of israel said that they wanted to be like the other nations and they had kings and they wanted a king and god was not very happy really because they, god said you have you have rejected me being your king you want a human being to rule over you. you want to be like all the other nations And ever since that time, leaders and kings have fulfilled exactly what God said. They'll take your children and send them to war. Get them killed in wars. They'll take your money and they'll lavish themselves and enrich themselves. and Come up with all different kinds of taxes and ways of giving you a few dollars and take it back big time. And they have not failed. King Saul was a handsome man. He was tall. Six feet. Well built. God gave them a man who had physics and well built. But Saul had a problem. I don't know if his, you know, he was born with it or he developed This problem as he grew up and became king and I don't know what it was. But he became very disobedient. Saul wanted to do what he wanted to do. How he wanted to do it, where he wanted to do it. All apart from what God said. Since then man has always they're doing, going to do it their way. They rejected the word of God. Man has come up with a whole bunch of ordinances and laws that are leading people farther and farther away from God. So we have the story here in chapter 15 which did not take the time to read and you should know this story very well. How that God asked Saul to do something. And it was a tough job. But God knew what he was saying. That you're going to fight the armies. And you're going to destroy whatever they have. And destroy them. Because they have turned away from me. And they are rebellious. And you don't need to have anything that they have. But for whatever reason. Saul decided to go against God. And Saul speared some of the people. Who became a snare? He saved some of the rams. And the lambs and so on. And God said you have enough. Don't. You know the story very well. Back in the earlier part of the chapter. Verses 15. Oh sorry. 13 and 14 and 15. How that. Samuel. Heard what. Saul had done. And he was very grieved. We heard that. Saul had spared the people and kept the animals that he should not have kept him. He went over to visit him and Saul asked, he asked him no question. He just got up and said, hey, I've done all that the Lord has told me to do. He said, yeah, really? If you have done what the Lord has told you to do, verse 14, and Samuel said, what meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in my ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And then Saul began to lie and say that. Oh, is the people decide to do this and the people decide to take that? And you know, I told them not to, his lying tongue. Samuel cried. Cried. Oh, Saul. God has chosen you. A handsome man. Well built. Wealthy man. And you have chosen to go against the will of God. Pains can't regard to what God told him. Saul Was the total opposite of David. Here David was, you remember they call him a stripling and nobody? When the Lord asked his father, Jesse, to bring forth his sons, he bring all of them, and he said, Do you have anybody else? None of these. He said, No, there is no other. There's a little stripling out there with the sheep. Sure can't be he. He said, Bring him when he brought him he said this anoint him this is the man whom god has chosen do you think that god probably said, you know what i chose a man who was not to say david was not handsome but he was very handsome well built and tall he was no stripling and he has rejected me let me take a stripling this time you know what stripling me right he was not fat he was slim stripling These days, people want to be stripling. They don't like to be fat. And here I was so badly wanted to be fat and big and tall. God does not look on appearance. God looketh on the heart. David's appearance would have caused him to be rejected because he was addicted, rejected by his own family. His own father said, "No, nah, don't you have another? No, 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 we don't have any other. There's a little strip of him out there with a couple of sheep. And you remember when he went to meet his brother, when he went to take food for his brothers and see how they were doing. He said, What are you doing here? You're just mischievous. You're stripling. You left them couple sheep out there to themselves and come here just because you want to see what's going on. Two of the young men apart. Mandate was very clear what God was looking for. God was looking for and he did not find it in Saul. Saul was the first king. David was the second. Total opposite. God was looking for Purity. Holiness. Honesty. Obedience. Faithfulness. Which were not found in Saul. God is looking for the same in us these days. Can you find it in us that we are pure, holy, honest, obedient, and faithful it is required in stewardship that a man be found faithful 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 to each other faithful to your church faithful to your god but you know people are more faithful to their job than they are to the church and to god ask yourself why Monday to Saturday, we blend in very well with the world and try to be like them. And then on Sunday, we try to blend in with the church a little bit, and then we go right back on Sunday. We come make a little sacrifice, but we don't commit ourselves really fully to God. And it says here obedience is better than sacrifice. Saul was ready to make sacrifices and say, oh, we took those sheep because we want to sacrifice them unto the Lord. He said, no, no, no. The Lord did not ask you for that. The Lord told you to destroy their belongings because they have turned your back against me. But he felt that he knew better than God. So, Saul, uh, Samuel, When he saw the disobedience of Saul, we are told, for one full day, he wept and he wept and he wept. Sometimes I feel like Samuel, you know, when I see the unfaithfulness of how people turn their backs upon God, I weep. It hurts to see people. Turn away from God. In short, we want to look here. Four character traits that were evident in Saul that we want to make sure they're not true of us. Number one, Saul was very, very disobedient. His character trait was one of disobedience. And it's all because of sin. And The the, the sin was in his heart. He turned away from God. His heart was filled with pride. And as he said, he was afraid of the people. He was the king. But he lied when he said that he was afraid of the people he was not genuine and he could not be serious which king you know is afraid of his people kings leaders they give out the orders and you better obey them and well not in these parts but like in russia and china man they lift your head off like they're taking off your hat as if you could put it back on And so you just have to obey them. You obey them, but they don't obey God. God is looking for genuine obedience that he could not find in Saul. Therefore, Samuel said, you have rejected the word of God. Therefore, God has rejected you. We have to be careful that we do not turn our backs on the word of God. Now what is God saying to you? And what is it that God wants you to do? And you are not doing it. Develop a heart of obedience. And whatever God says unto you. Do it. God speaks to you. Through his Holy Spirit. But the question is. Are you listening? Perhaps you have quenched the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit doesn't even speak to you anymore. And so you go your own way. Number two, Saul was very, very dishonest. He lied to God. He lied to Samuel. He lied about the people. He was a stranger to the truth. He tried to blame the people for his doing. Did what he wanted to do and then he blamed the people saying, oh, it's those people, you know, that the Lord gave me. Um, That was back in the earlier part of the chapter, chapter 15, or the same chapter, verses 13 and 14 and verse 15 also. That uh, the people, the people, the people. Yet, you don't worry about what others are doing. Look in your own, own heart and ask yourself, what is it that God wants me to do? And be honest. For God, man looketh on the outward appearance, but God sees the heart. God knows exactly what is going on inside. And sometimes when people lie deliberately and willfully and you know that they're lying, and you, you wonder, do they think that they're fooling me or they're fooling God? People can fool us some of the times, but they can't fool God anytime. And so therefore, we need to be honest. And a lot is said about it, but time will not permit us to go about that, uh, to go about all these passages in the scripture. Number three, Saul's rejection was because of rebellion. He rebelled against God. The commandments of God. The commands of God. Now, God's um, uh, requirement for us are not the same as Saul. What God requires of us today is simply that we put our faith and trust in Him and stay away from sin. That is what God requires of us. But in verse 23, it says, um, For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness as iniquity and idolatry because thou hast rejected the word of God, he hath also rejected thee from being king. Now, God may not and will not reject you as being a child of God once you've been a child of God. But God could say enough is enough. You need to come on home. Come on home. For once you're a child of God, you cannot be out of the family of God, regardless to what. But you could be a rebellious child and God is not happy with that at all. And so here he was. He was rejected because of his rebellion. In that, this was not the first time that Saul sinned against God. Saul was, we don't have all the times that he did, but you can remember very well how that Saul, before he... Um, did this? Saul was told you cannot be a king and be a priest. You are going to have to decide what you want. You do not interfere with the priest's office. Lo and behold Saul wanted to take over being a priest. And God was not pleased with it. Again Samuel warned him So when Samuel was crying here, it is not the first time. He's like, oh, Saul, no matter what God tells you, you do the opposite. God is not pleased with you. And at this point, God is finished with you. He says, oh, I I want to do this and I want to do this. Listen, God, it's over. It's over. We have to be careful, brethren. At times, we make decisions that cannot be reversed. So we need to seek the will of God in our lives and so that we make sure we make the proper decisions. Seek God's will. Pray about things. Meditate upon things. Talk to God about it. Lord, this is what you want me to do because there are some life decisions that once you have made them, they cannot be reversed. And you have to be careful. We'll come back to that in just a little while. But number four, finally, Saul's rejection was the result of his greed. He lost everything because he wanted everything. Can you see the consequences? of disobedience. More than all your sacrifice and more than all your religious activities and observances, God wants us to be obedient to him. Some people are willing to give their money. They are willing to give anything except their lives. What God is interested in is your life. And so the question here is, or the questions are, are you obeying God in every area of your life? Which area of your life that you are holding back? It's too dear to you that you just cannot afford to give it to God. Do you treasure your relationship with God? What areas of your life that you need to submit to God? You cannot live a victorious life if you consistently disobey the Word of God. You cannot teach your children and anybody obedience if you are disobedient. You cannot teach faithfulness if you are not faithful. You cannot teach your children to be faithful in church attendance if you are not. The question is will you yield yourself to God? The song that you sang I I, I took out my pen and I wrote it down because I knew what I was going to say here. It says Lord, I surrender my life to you. And well, they didn't know what I was going to talk about. I didn't tell them last Sunday what I was going to talk about. But I thought that it was so appropriate singing this song here. The question, could you answer it? And answer it honestly. Have you truly surrendered your life to God? What is keeping you from yielding yourself to God? The four basic problems, once again, same basic problems that we face. The same basic problems that King Saul faced and he failed. Number one, he was disobedient. Number two, he was dishonest. Number three, he was rebellious. And number four, he was greedy.